Lime, duh. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Hello. The comedian of the wrestling podcast. And after that, I'm going straight to hell. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. The podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host, who is the most viral stand up about professional wrestling. Black. A.K.A. Dunsky's Blackamora, A.K.A. Papa Oat Milk, A.K.A. Donnie Dirt Sheets. Bing, 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 Ooh, have I been cruising the sheets this week? You'll find out, baby. A.K.A. Donnie Dirt Sheets. Bing, 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 Ooh, the creatine dream. Ba-ba-da-da-da. Someone you idolize. <laughs> A.K.A. the Modern Days, Goof and Spoof, Haraja, yeah, yeah, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee. Where is the gabba, wee <laughs> drop? <laughs> Gabba, gabba, wee, yeah, 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 yeah. And this girl, she's a my... A little bit of the bubbly. Damn, she's fine. Don't forget, everybody. Monday Night Raw is presented by Southern New Hampshire University. Wow. Welcome to the Community Wrestling Podcast, everybody. Uh, we're back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, more chef's kiss caliente wrestling reactions. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. There's a lot of beef out here. Uh, <laughs> oh man, let's get into it. Let's get after it. Uh, election week is here, and that does not stop. The world of pro wrestling, but that does put the cow podcast a day late, but not a dollar short, baby. Um, and uh, let, let, before we before we get into all the spiciness, I'll let everybody know that uh, I'm just going to introduce you to the man. We're going kicking it old school this episode. It's just me and him, baby. Just the two of us. He's a nasty, nasty boy. Nasty Newman in the house. How about it? Yeah. Post Halloween is Newman. It's everybody's favorite. Favorite Newman. Okay. Newman, what's up, man? The song bangs. Get rid of Mosh. Yeah. Song rips. Just, I love it. I love, I drive to the gym in the morning, you know, and when I drive to the gym, I, I just rock out to like Fiend music, Allerston, all wrestling music, and I'm like, I feel so bad for people who don't like wrestling, who don't get to fucking rock out to these songs that, we were saying this off air, songs that are, they're not necessarily good songs, but it doesn't right. matter, because they're associated <laughs> with the entrance of a wrestler that I like, and it makes me feel like I'm, like when I'm driving to the gym, it's like I'm, I'm coming down the ramp. 
You know? <laughs> the longest <laughs> ramp. I'm going on the up the one on one ramp, but really I'm walking down the raw SmackDown ramp. Um anyway, um Newman. Uh oh, before we get into it, I want to make an announcement here. Uh no, it's not election results. Um but uh listen, we don't what listen, these are divided times that we live in. This election is very divisive. Uh, for for the U.S. listeners, but I'll talk about that more on the regular guy news podcast, Dan Block Attack podcast. Uh, we, you know, we'll get into it. Check out that podcast. Give it a rate and review. Give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. So I, I won't say that, but I'll say that uh, you know, whatever you whatever you dig, if you listen to this podcast, we're all wrestling fans. We're all uh, some of us are Americans. <laughs> I say we're all Americans. We have a, we have a decent amount of international listeners, but you know we're all one. We're a community here. So regardless of what happens there, I promise you that we'll all be all right. And the only thing we really care about has nothing to do with who is the president. It's we need a vaccine so we can go back to WrestleManias. I mean, <laughs> because this LA WrestleMania seems to be it's probably robbed from us, which is a fucking shame. It's yep. going to be in Florida. It's going to be in Ron DeSantis' backyard <laughs> or whatever because yeah. there, there's no way L.A. Violent, Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope are going to be there. <laughs> um, is that LMFAO? No, that's uh, Juggalos. <laughs> Oh, the Juggalos. Who's LMFIO? Who, who? That's a, that's a, the, I don't the, know. Okay. Somebody pointed out it wasn't me. It was like somebody pointed out. Like, oh, yeah, that's insane. Clown Posse. Yeah, LMFAO put out an album called uh, Party Rockin', and then yeah. they put out an album called Sorry for Party Rockin', and then they disappeared off the face of the planet. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That is, they totally disappeared. All right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we're all one, and the way the best way we can show that we're one is by uh, that was not a great segue. Is let's talk about the Cow Zoom Thunderdome. Um, this month, last month, we had a insanely successful hangout where we all watched Hell in a Cell pay per view together over Zoom. So uh, if you're uh, 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 this podcast grassroots, if you're a patron, support this podcast. If you listen to this podcast every week, I implore you, I ask you to support this podcast. We really do do it all on our own which has gives us a lot of freedom. If I went to a network, they would give me production notes. They would tell me uh, how long the podcast has to be. The podcast is as long as the podcast goes, okay? Yeah. I don't need some fucking jabroni. Um, uh, 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 I was just going to mention some production networks, but I don't need time. I have no problem with any of these networks. I'm not going to do that. Telling me how long my podcast needs to be. You and I, we, we, I go directly to you guys. I think it's the greatest thing about the world that we live in right now is I, we go, I go right to you. I'm accessible to you if you want to talk to me about wrestling. Like, there's no middlemen here. I don't need to be, I don't need someone telling me that, you know, uh, uh, no, this is what the people want. I know what the people want. They want the Cal Podcast in its rawest form. And if you want it in its rawest form, go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling and get access to uh, whatever you're asking for handouts. We've got tons of bonus content. Every Friday morning, we have an AEW NXT-centric episode with uh, uh, Nick Tulo, the supermarket. Holy motherfucking shit. Uh, and other guests who pop in. We'll be talking uh, 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 full gear, which we'll do a little bit today also. But we'll do more of that. We'll talk about NXT. Uh, but uh, also... Uh, we had the Hell in a Cell hangout this week, this last month. So every month at uh, the $10 Patreon level, we'll have a hangout on Zoom where we'll watch a pay-per-view together. I promise you, it was a great time last time. Um, we're going to watch November 22nd 
as predicted, we're going to watch Survivor Series together. So um, at once, uh, we'll start probably 3 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we'll get more details as we get closer. Um, and uh, yeah, so it'll be a good time. So uh, 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 join the the ten dollar Patreon tier. You'll still get access to our weekly bonus episodes, AEW NXT bonus episodes. But you'll also get to come hang out in our private chat and have a good time. So do that. Support the podcast. patreoncom wrestling. Stop donating money to political candidates and start donating to us. Okay, <laughs> the election is over. Okay, you don't need any more lawn signs. Okay, you need. We should get cow lawn signs. Cow lawn signs. Yeah, people. <laughs> But people, we'll get a lot of write-ins if we did that. I think. Um, uh, okay. Anyway, so look, it's kind of interesting to talk about how the election. It's like, man, how 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 how's been your week of watching wrestling? And are you able to when this election's going down, just watch wrestling and zone out? Are you are you mm-hmm. good like that? Yeah, I yeah. can't do that. I mean, I I've been I've been paying attention to. American politics and global politics right. for like 15 years now. And like, um, yeah. and you know, oh, if you ride that, you. <laughs> I've been here for 12 years. Uh, <laughs> uh, when you ride that roller coaster, especially on election night of yeah. like the ups, I don't even watch it because it's not going to be decided that night. Right. And you, you know, you ride that roller coaster of like, Oh, my guy is going to lose. And we, I don't know. It's just not, it's no benefit whatsoever psychologically to you to do that. So I just don't do it. So I watch that's wrestling small. instead. I, I, I agree with that. And that's great. And that's like why these shows probably, you know, they're like, obviously don't get political on there. So you're like, you can watch it. I said, I felt like when I'm watching wrestling this week, there's always in the back of my mind, like, Oh, it's the count at. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like yeah, kind yeah. of a weird week for, I felt like for full gear to be like a go home show, like that mm-hmm. Wednesday after the election was kind of like, I don't know considering it's just a daily's place why not wait a week after when people are looking to move on you know yeah yeah i don't know i don't know why they make a lot of the decisions they make right 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 anyway uh not everyone follows it uh, as close to you. but that being said uh i had such a um uh i had I, I had a great i had a i set up for election i had a double rig in my living room i put two tvs mm-hmm. next to each other to uh have different networks up and so i've left it up um and so I had a triple rig going where I had Raw, SmackDown, AW on the laptop, and the phone with the election results going. I had like I was like b- fucking Keaton in the Batcave, man. Uh, <laughs> I was ready to fight wrestling crime. It was like it was funny because I was thinking about I was like, is this where like when a wrestler in kayfabe when a wrestler does a, a run in? Yeah. What? In kayfabe, what are they? Where are they? I guess like the locker room, and they they come out of the locker room and then in like to the stage area. Like they can't like they're watching on like the whatever monitor, and they're like putting their shit in their locker. Like you know what? I've had enough of this. And they run out. <laughs> yeah. So like, is the wrestler like so like uh, uh, this is something they should capitalize on? Like you know they like stuffing they- their shit into a bag. <laughs> he's like, what did he just do? Oh no! And they run out. Yeah, yeah, you got. That's exactly what it is. It's like packing up. He's like, I had a big win in my match tonight. Everything's going great. I'm gonna go home, make love to my my wife, and then you're like, right. what? Did I just? Did I just yeah. hear that? And then you bust through a gorilla like yourself, yeah. and stuff, you know? 
Or okay, but that's that's like Drew. That's like a babyface way where it happens, right? right? right, right that's right. like the babyface yeah. where they're like, I'm just, I'm like a reactive babyface. It's like I'm just right. trying to like have my day and my night, do my job here at my job. I clock in as a professional wrestler. I put on right. and then I fight and then I and then I leave after my segment. Right. But then a guy like Randy, like a baby, like a heel, like a heel. Randy's probably got his own he's constantly on the monitor, right? Like, look, right. like, like looking at the monitor, like kind of like, like, like slithering around. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, just waiting for his moment. Yeah. Like he's like, yeah, he knows he's going to run in at some point. He's just looking for when that is. He's like, not like reacting to it. Yeah. Like what are right, like, what is retribution doing? Before they run, like, what do you, what do you picture? What is Retribution doing before they decide to uh, interrupt a match? Like infighting in a boiler room, right? They're yeah. they're like like the boys or whatever. Like they're like yeah. in that in that like the boys' headquarters. So they're like they're they're down there, and then they're like, I can't take it anymore. And then like, yeah. do you think their masks are like hung up, and then they get into character, or they stay in masks when they show up? Are they? Or a, maybe are they? A, well, here's my question: Are they a secret society where you show up in mask, or is it more like a back cave where it's like, grab my slapjacks, like where's my eyeliner, where's my suit? I gotta put, I gotta become slapjack because right. I'm so pissed. I think they're like that twenty four seven. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's not, it's not, yeah. it's not any old. They've become that. They've been molded right. by it. Yeah. I've been, I've been molded by retribution. God, that movie's so good. I just watched it the other day again. Um, but yeah, no, but, but I mean, maybe retribution though. Wouldn't it be? Maybe it would make more sense because they seem like they plot and scheme. So they're probably right. also like hacking into the mainframe, stealing the fucking show list. All right, here's our opportunity. This is when. Randy's going to be out here, uh, and then that, we're going to shut his segment down. Retribution is the lazy – like, so I was, I was thinking about this today. Like, the, when I was watching, like, the Firefly Funhouse, which was, like, right. a, a perfect segment, I would say, right? Yeah. We, we will get into it. We can get into the details of it. I felt like it was, like, perfection. Uh, the, the production value was fucking awesome. Like, like in a, in, and even in a bad way, like, it's kind of, like, meant right. to look a little cheese, but it's, like, just done so well. It's clearly, like, meticulously edited and planned, and uh, the costuming is such high level. And then Retribution, they give no thought to at all. Nothing. Yeah. Like, literally... What like they like we don't even know what they are like uh 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 Mustafa Ali is a hacker right right so we've yeah. never seen him go to like any kind of command center or have a computer or like what he's upset by he's not like on shop zone being like my merch is at the bottom of the page like because they can't they don't know how to make money off a guy named Mustafa Ali like they 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 make it I honestly think they make it harder on themselves. Like if WD yeah. followed a little bit of if this is true, what else is true, it would make they'd like, oh, here's a track we should follow for this storyline. But instead right. they're just constantly throwing random shit at the wall and then trying to make it work. Right. And clearly yeah. they put no effort into retribution. No none. No, none. Yeah, he should be like they should be like in the sewer system under this under the arena, like with like like siphoning Ethernet and like right. You know, on in like just the glow of a laptop, trying to get into the mainframe every episode. Absolutely right. It should be like, yeah. Oh, like it's like, uh, you know, like because even if it's mid card, everything should have the highest level of integrity, right? So, like, right. It, it should be like Adam Pierce being like, 
all right, Retribution, you guys signed. Your command center is over there. Like, if, if they had to be signed wrestlers, like, I'm just saying right. it. So it should be like, what's in their rider? Like, this is easy. Like, we just did this right now. Right. So clearly what they do is they pay these wrestlers to come in and do just be filler on time. And like that, that, that's, right. that's the problem with WWE right now versus in AEW. And Tulo, right. I hope you fucking hear this. So when we talk on the bonus episode, you can respond. Tulo, respond to this, okay? He will not be repeating it. Absolutely. I never Responded repeat anything this. I say. Every episode of this podcast is just new thoughts every time. We've never, ever re- talked about, I don't know, someone's best for five years. Never. But never. Newman, the top of the card in WWE right now is killer. Yeah. Yes. That Randy promo was well-written. Well thought out. Uh, uh, there was well forethought, acted. right? Yeah. Maybe even foreshadowing. Maybe. Right. Yeah. I mean, Bray's whole storyline, like they're thinking back. They're going back into the catalog. There's canon. Like yep. there's a, right? And it's great. Yep. We love it because we're like, there, and by the way, there's no downside to doing this stuff other than maybe you have to put effort in. You know, right, right. Because it's not try. like kids are like, I hate canon. I hate that it makes sense. Right. Like you choose to play towards kids. That's your job. Like that. That's your choice. Your choice is we'll put in minimal effort because we don't get like the thought process. We don't get it back. Okay. Now I don't know. So they put clearly a lot of effort and they, and they do a lot of shows to their and they have a lot of TV time to fill to their credit. But WB show is like you watch. Randy Fiend stuff, yep. and then the show falls apart for the rest of the time. Like, right. uh, and maybe there's a cool moment here or there, but not things you're vested in. It's like a good joke, but you're not a fan of the comic. You're like, yo, right, he told right. a good joke, but like, I'm not gonna follow his Instagram or whatever, right? Right, right, right. So it's like it's kind of like that. So you're like, oh, AJ was kind of funny this week, but do you care about Survivor Series storyline? And no. so it's like I saw a clip of Vince Russo. It was like his podcast. I watched like an internet clip of Vince Russo like blowing up, being like, no, yo, bro, 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 listen, bro, no, no, yo, here, listen, here's me. No one cares about Survivor Series. No one cares, bro. No one cares. No one, if you put Judy Bagwell on a pole, then they can't. No, like whatever. <laughs> no yeah. one cares. No one cares, man. Look at it. Look at the ratings. He's like, dude, 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 dude. Look at the ratings. If you go on the ratings and you see from now until January, you're going to see no one cares. No one cares. All right. Now, that's not the the podcast I want to do, but he is right. Right. You know? Like, I would love to care about Survivor Series. What, um, What do you think about this? idea of having survivor series tied to like entrance to the royal rumble like the winning brand gets like uh entries 16 through 30 i mean you're making a great point it's like they do that for baseball it's like if you win the all-star game you get home field advantage or whatever at the right. i don't know if they still have that but they used to do that where it'd be like if the american league wins then they get home field advantage or what is it you get the first game or four, you yeah, get yeah, four seven, out yeah. of the or out of the seven games you get at your field. You know, there are like stakes, six, yeah. right? Stakes. So you're like, now they had they didn't even include NXT 
which is like, well, you established last year that like NXT is this third brand. So like, what is NXT? Right. They're on TV, but they're not part of Survivor Series, which is also from the brands that are on TV. Right. Um, Is it your doorbell? No, it's uh, my wife, Bell. Um, So it's like, yeah, so it's like any segment they're talking about Survivor Series, I zone out, and then you have to get to this place where you're like, you have to be like, oh, well, that was a good match. You have to make those guys had a good match. It's really tough on the on the wrestling crowd to just be like, that was a good match when there's so much content. Right. You know? So it's hard right. to be like, yeah, but isn't it cool that we got to see Sheamus versus Keith Lee versus uh, uh, Braun Strowman? You know? You're like, yeah, that is cool. Like, that's a lot of beef. You know what I mean? Right. Guys, let's, let's put this in perspective. These are huge men. Two big meat sandwiches collided. Splat! <laughs> so, uh, by the way, this is my, I got some new sound drops courtesy of Andrew Sparks, uh, listener. He mails me nice. sound drops. He's the guy who sent me the Jeff Hardy, it's enjoy the show. Uh, nice. So, guys, it's, since we do the show ourselves, it's, if you want to mail us sound drops, it is helpful. Please do, uh, yeah. Uh, they're really hard for me to isolate and do. Uh, I, re- I spent hours redoing the soundboard the other day. So, um, but, so... Dude, uh, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. So it's like it yeah. is this thing where you're like, man, it, I understand that not everything needs to be like something I'm vested in. But okay, so uh, it can't all be that. But uh, I was saying to a what was I shitting on about uh, uh, to AEW's credit, I was to to Nick Nick Tulo. Uh, so like the middle of the card doesn't have that work in AEW. There's two things. Since wrestlers have so much freedom, you can feel from a lot of them, even if something doesn't work, that they had, like, a cool idea that they wanted to execute, that they got to actually right. do. Or they're cutting a promo that's way looser, so they're trying stuff. Like, if you see a wrestler like Darby Allen, you feel that he's executing his own vision. I mean, we've literally heard that he makes his videos on his own and gives them to AEW. Right. You know? So, it's got to be one way or the other. It's like, fine, you guys want to write this show? Well, then the middle of the show, you need to make the middle card, the, the mid card guys have like, you need to feel like you're vested in their storylines, you know? Right. Yeah. And that, like, I mean, yeah. You just said, like, it doesn't have to be something that you're invested in, but I would make the argument that it should be. Like, there's no reason why every, why, there's no reason why a company that has a product and, Therefore, should is probably seeking brand consistency. Wouldn't try to have everybody's experience be the same for every like match, every feud. Like, there's no reason why they can't have good writing and good storylines for everything. Zero. Right. Uh, Right, because they have enough resources to do it. Right. It's more that just a couple of people want to have, want to seem to want to have control. You know, which is like, Vince, it's, it seems to be a problem. It's like, you, you, uh, okay, anyway, whatever. We can complain about WB setup all we want. I'm just making this point that, like, while the people criticize AEW for this and that, and sometimes AEW is sloppy, I see it, like, as a performer that two things. Is that, uh, one, is that you feel like you have more freedom as an artist to, to execute right. your character. And then two... 
they keep track of your records. Um, right. Right. So they keep track of your record and they have tournaments a lot of times for number one contenders. So it doesn't feel as much as filler, you know, not to bet. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, yeah, sometimes they have like, you know, they have these six man tags you don't care about. Look, that's always going to happen. Right. You know, right. it has to be, you know, there's going to be the bad stuff has has to exist for the good stuff to be good. You know. Right. But it is it's just frustrating thing in, in, in WWE where I understand they have such limited resources, but it would be awesome if they invested in the middle of the show more, in the mid-card more. Yeah, because it's not like they don't have um, – I mean, like, look at, like, Hurt Business and uh, New Day, right? They're mid-card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason they're, there's – you know, they can't do something with that. That's at least – I mean, it is kind of – it wasn't bad. Like it's a, not a good example for this, but yeah, there's no reason why every like no, I think every I feud in every match. I agree. I, I don't. I think hurt business is a great thing to bring up because hurt business yeah. is we all agree is working. I think yeah, they're clearly awesome. MVPs firing on all cylinders. Like when they, I'm like, I, I'm into this. Like Lashley in the suit, it all right. looks great. But they do feel like they don't matter. Like they right. do feel like an afterthought. And I don't think that has to happen. I think right. like, they literally human have a title. So why can't we get some kind of like you, – you see right now when they invest in a story like uh, Rollins and the Mysterios and it feels personal. You can I'm, – I'm invested in it. There's a reason it's going right. on for like five months or something, right? right. Like, right. It's like you're invested in it. Like some people might say they're already tired of it and blah, blah, blah. But like I was like, oh, Aaliyah kissed Murphy. I was like, oh, like that's soap opera shit. It's fun to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's not something you don't overthink, but you're like – it, it just it, – it, I don't know. It just for me it works, you know? Yeah. It feels 100%. like Rollins is, as a wrestler is really invested in like – how do I get? How do I make this opportunity with the Mysterios work? And we don't care about. We know we're not in the title picture, but like, let's put on uh, meaningful matches that have like that true grudge element where they don't need to be top of the car. They're not going to be title. It's not going to be title stuff. But it, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, 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 yeah. So I'm just saying. I just, you know, I would just like to see more of it. I under, I understand there's a lot of challenges to it, but anyway, I don't know. Just, 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 just some thoughts because. Because there are some really good shit happening in wrestling, right. and it's all at the top of the card. And I would argue that it's not because of the titles, which is cool. Right. Like uh, a lot of times, you have a talent like a Drew who is kind of mostly over because he's the champion, which we said, you know, right, right. But right now, you have like Randy, who you couldn't you couldn't be I, I, like is he literally a you know who's you, I'm invested in as a character, and then you have his beef with Fiend, which you're into that from perfect work shoot levels where you're like, yeah, that match at WrestleMania 33 was underwhelming. Bray won the title three weeks before or something at Elimination Chamber, mm -hmm. right? Off of John Cena, then dropped it to Orton, in, and I looked up the times in a ten minute match. So let's put that into perspective. These uh, are huge men. In perspective of the whole card is uh, Triple H versus Rollins at WrestleMania 33 got 25 minutes. Okay? Um, uh, Reigns Taker got 21 minutes, I think. I I'm going off the top yeah. of my head. Uh, AJ Shane got 20 minutes. So Bray Orton got 10 minutes. Right. That's the title. That's the WWE title. 
Right. Yeah, half of what a gimmick match uh, Rollins versus uh, Triple H. One and a half times less. Right. It's like the same yeah. amount of time that uh, I don't have it up, but a bunch of other I don't I, I had it up on my laptop the the card, but it's one of my favorite things about Wikipedia. They say the length of the matches is so awesome, like so I just dive in. But right, that's not a lot, that's not enough time for this. Like, right. the, 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 I mean, ten minutes is a lot of time on WrestleMania, but does Triple H Rollins need twenty five minutes? No, no. Adamania? Knock that down. Knock that down. Even if you knock that down to fifteen. And make, uh, or not even fifteen. Knock that down to like eighteen, and make uh, the, the the title uh, be like eight, uh, like fifteen, you know, or seventeen minutes, like something. But twenty five is like, who the fuck cares? Do we watch that? I don't even remember that. Oh no, the match actually, I was decent. That's when Rollins came out with like the torch. But it was oh, so windy right. that he, he was supposed to light the whole ramp on fire, but he couldn't right. light it. And that's also, funny enough, when Randy complained about his ramp entrance, he was like, they gave me that dick snake. Remember that? <laughs> Remember, like, it was like a snake. It was like a sperm snake on the on yeah. the ramp. And he was like, that's all I get. And then he said, he's like, I want to have, like, big entrances. They just don't give them to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'm just saying, that was Bray's, like, you know, listen, Bray, the year before that, Oh, well, the year before that, he jobbed out to The Rock. Him and Rowan had that, that moment yeah. and Cena. So cool. Then the year before, he lost to Taker. Um, so, like, the story of Bray now, and then he lost to Orton. The story of Bray right now is honestly, ironically, retribution. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so Bray right now as this Fiend character. It's so good. It's maybe the best thing that WWE's done from a storytelling standpoint that I remember. Like in yeah. recent history, because mm-hmm. you have the Bray character who's trying to heal and, and, and he's hurt, but he's trying to heal. It's literally on his gloves and he's trying to, the hurt, I think as we move forward is the hurt of his run as Bray, where I believe right. he thought I'm doing the best work in this company and I'm losing every big match. Cena, yeah. it was match after match, Cena, Taker, then Cena and the rock, then yeah. Randy. The eater uh, of pins. Yeah. What did he do at 34? I think at 34 he was in the tag match uh, with Matt Hardy. I think they won the tag belts. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The deleters of worlds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the 35, was Bray even there? I don't think so. I think he was hurt, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he was hurt. Yeah, um, so uh, you have Bray who's like, he's hurt, and then now he's he's literally going back being like, so Bray is like, hey, Randy, it's fun to wrestle you. RKO, fun letters. I love to wrestle you, blah, blah, blah. But then the fucking Fiend remembers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, still yeah. hurt, and he's got the painting on the wall, and he's like, you burnt down my fucking house. And then also, for the, so that's great for, like, you know, kids are like, he's mad, he's crazy. But then Smarks, like us, oh, like 40-year-old men still watching yeah. wrestling are like, following the canon and just being like, yeah, and you buried him at fucking, you buried his first run at Mania 33. Right. And they had the projections, remember, on the ring? Yeah. And it was known as a joke of a match. Everyone hated it. I, I like it. Except me. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. everything Bray does. Uh, uh, right? But it, So you're like, yeah. he's hurt from that. So then now he's coming back, not as a, as a dude in a fedora. He's coming back as a scary Freddy Krueger monster and he's going right. to kill you. 
Yeah. Yep. And he's having a, even a more profound effect on you than just pinning you. Right. He's psychologically rewiring you. And that's awesome for Randy because Randy's acting like he's not scared. But if you see in the show at the end, he RKO Drew. And then yeah. he's looking around because he's like, yeah, is the being going to show up? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, it's like he is in your head. You know, you're here. Yeah. You're not just hearing uh, the, you know. I hear voices in my head. They counsel me. Uh, what so, if like what if though like what if like the fiend is this if the fiend is this like sort of like uh representation of this like just of hurt and like this ancient like archetype of of pain uh and it isn't localized just to bray and it's like the voices in randy's head are like the same voices that bray has it's all coming from this like demon place to where like uh uh yeah i don't know I'm just marking out on this. I love uh, that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there I love that, there's but, even a connection but, there. But, like, but Newman, what you're saying is like you're actually like nailing it because you're like, what if, what if? Well, WB right now with the Fiend storyline, they are being, they have us in like, uh, we're trying to figure out the Bray character, but it's still making sense and working. That's like great writing. It, it's right. great. Like the, you're literally watching the Firefly Funhouse. You know what he's going for, but it's also not entirely clear. It's very slick, and you're right. like, like literally. So, uh, that fly swatter that he was using in the Funhouse, yeah, is the. I didn't even pick up on that. No, neither did I. <laughs> you and he used it last week, and I didn't even think yeah. two things about it. And then I showed a flashback to I it. I was watching Raw, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is almost too good to be on WWE TV." You know, it's almost too good. It's like, "Oh it my is. god," like yeah. that is so good. I completely forgot about that. The, the, the problem they're gonna have is what I was thinking about is they're gonna run out of Bray history. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, uh, luckily, I think they're they're bringing in Alexa at the right time to sort of like to like kind of give it an extra little lift and carry it farther down the line, you know? Right. Um, Cause it's Alexa stuff too. is just a hundred percent working fits in for me. perfectly. So they took the two best actors in the company and they put them together. They're two, they're two wrestlers who they can go, but you don't like them for their in ring work. That's not why you like right. them. And you're like, yeah, so great. So if it, if you're, there's different kinds of talents, but talent is right. talent. So it's right. like, uh, let's give them something that's more. They can handle acting. They can handle scripts. They can handle story. They can tell stories point, with their eyes. They're amazing. Literally. To your point. Yeah. To your point, though, too. It's like think of the other wrestlers who you don't necessarily watch because of their move set. You watch because of their like their pro wrestling. Who do you have? The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker. Yeah. You have CM legends. Punk. You have legends. CM Punk, yeah, like CM Punk's that. not like he had like great indie matches, but he's not known right. as like incredibly uh, uh, agile. Like you know, he's not, he's not not incredibly uh, right. Uh, right. So you're like, um, you know, yeah, exactly. Look, you're never gonna argue me. Like I, beca- you're never gonna. I, I'm never gonna argue with you against that. Like <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan, not because of wrestling. I didn't like actual pro wrestling, like the actual art of of right. wrestling until five years ago like my adult phase like when the indie scene popped like it did and like even right. frankly when i moved to la and when I started going to pwg is when i started really appreciating just like storytelling and matches and and and, and just like athleticism and all that like right but when i was a kid it was all character 
all of it was character pageantry that was it i mean you know yep. me my favorite wrestlers literally like my personal not the mount rushmore but my just favorite wrestlers are ultimate warrior and like goldberg and shit you know what i mean right. so like right. <laughs> they're like two of the worst worst wrestlers i didn't even when i was a kid i didn't even i didn't even know even in high school i didn't even know goldberg was known as bad at wrestling like i didn't even right. know that right I, I was How like, could oh. he be? He was undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was, I didn't know that. Like, there's a, like, Bret Hart. Now, I now understand Bret Hart. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, I only – Bret Hart was my favorite wrestler. Well, not my favorite, but, like, one of my top guys as a kid. But I did, not because he didn't hurt his opponents. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. It was me. I liked it because he had pink on. It was, like, fucking yeah. cool. He looked cool. Yeah. Yeah, he was on it. The Simpsons. Oh I was God. watching, yeah, I was watching something. He always pops up in my feed and like, yeah. uh, like some interview and like nobody is a bigger mark for, Bre for, uh, uh, Sean, uh, for, uh, Bret Hart than Bret Hart. He's oh, like the it's biggest insane, mark for himself. It's hilarious. He's, he's like, the, he's like the biggest stiff ever. Yeah. Can you imagine, uh, like splitting a bill at a restaurant with Bret Hart? Yeah. Definitely, like I got, I got the uh, so I got the uh, yeah, like so I, I got, got the, the poutine, uh, yeah. and <laughs> I have no Canadian accent. I'm not paying. I, I'm not paying for your soda, am I? You got, <laughs> I didn't have a soda. I didn't drink any you had a soda. soda. I took Sorry, I'm sip. not paying for your soda. Bro. Sorry, I took one sip <laughs> because you said you want to try it. I shouldn't get charged for that. <laughs> yeah. I really don't feel like we should pool everything together here. Like I'll just, I'll Venmo you my fifteen eighty. Call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> like Bret Hart is the wrestler who over time I have a deep respect for but I'm less of a fan of you know right 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 right. <laughs> you know it's funny because when I was a kid I was like oh Bret got so screwed I was like I watched wrestling with shadows and I was fully indoctrinated to it like yeah. you know like and then now you're like he's also saying like I'm gonna leave the company with the title like no one's gonna let you do that like no yeah <laughs> no <laughs> like the, why would he why would Vince do that why would he like? I, I mean, did he have to fake tap him out with a with a uh, 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 with a fucking sharpshooter? Right. Maybe not. Maybe they could have just pretended it was like a DQ uh, or something. I don't know. I mean, I think it's I. You know me. I think that the wrestling with shadows documentary is a work. Um, that's fair. I'm a I'm a wrestling with shadows truther. Uh, <laughs> I uh, it's it's hard to. I, I, I don't believe it. I, I tend to be, you know, I'm not very conspiratorial, you know. Probably, right. I probably, I probably should be a little more even. Like, I'm willing to admit that I should probably believe, I should probably be a little more skeptical. Right. But, uh, you know, um, but I do think they just got lucky with that, uh, catching that. It's hard to, it's hard to, it, I, I get it. I get it. Because um, the rest of the documentary is in kayfabe. The rest of it is talking about Stu Hart wrestling, and it's like fake wrestling, and like the guys are selling it, like oh god, oh. and like but like selling it after the fact too, like walking out of it, like holding their neck. Everything yeah. is in kayfabe. That whole fucking documentary. It's okay. Sorry, going off on a tangent. Reset the uh, timeline. Anyway, so I'm saying the top of the card is really good. So. We were talking about Bray, but so I thought Randy cut one of his better promos in a long time to open in his life. <laughs> he was killer, right? Yeah. Um, and I got to give you your your props, um, 
for you wrote the line in our text thread a while back saying that he should say I'm not the legend killer anymore. I am a legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what I really said was that it was Shakespearean that right. he was once the legend killer and now he's the legend. Right. Which begs the question by becoming a legend the Shakespearean thing in my mind is that he's was a legend killer and now that he's a legend that means that he is what he once sought to destroy and so you know the vacuum he creates by becoming a legend invites another legend killer to take him down now he is a legend which is a position of weakness in his mind uh, Yo, previously so. I, you just said it i i, I absolutely uh, love that and from a branding perspective it's exactly what i was thinking i didn't i i, I wished i was hoping he would say I am the legend. Right, right, right. right. He said, I'm a legend. And then he would start having like the legend gear. Like, I'm the legend. I was like, that's fucking cool, I think. The legend? Yeah, yeah. Why did he say a legend? There's a missed opportunity for branding. Does he? Yeah. Because he could move away from the snake shit, to be honest, at this point. Right. Like it'll he's always be in, in yeah he's gonna be in his in his like arsenal like it's always gonna be like part of the patterns but he can move away from this affliction guy like it's time to move right. on and be call himself the legend and you know what I'm saying like uh, right and, and do something a little slick Randy Randolph the White is what you're saying he's <laughs> the <to> elevate <laughs> dude if he started wearing white and he was the legend mm-hmm. be very cool. Um, I will say white do- is not everybody can pull off white. Uh, Randy can pull off probably literally anything, but yeah. uh, he did win his first title in pink undies. Uh, <laughs> and so did Ziggler. Two men have won, and Bret Hart. Uh, many men have won in pink. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, uh, 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 let's talk about Alexa for a second. So Bray's yeah. great, and Alexa is perfect with Bray. It's, like, literally perfect. She came out. She looked like a mill. She's dressed like a child of the corn or something. <laughs> and then she has like, I don't know what that, I, by the way, I don't know what that looks like, but I'm just saying it's a horror. It's thing, pretty, right? yeah. It's pretty a horror good, yeah. kid, right? And then yeah. she has her own gloves that say play and pain. And she puts yeah. them up like a cutesy little yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. Like she puts them up. And then what she did, the camera, the camera cut away, but she has play and pain. Like let's play, let's play. And then she drops play and it's pain. Like, yep. This is awesome. This is so yeah. great. It's amazing. And, yeah. And, what and can even Drew be said about it? Out. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, is Drew in, is Drew controlled by them? Or is like she just like an omen for something yeah. that might happen? Like she's a precog or whatever, you know? I think it's it's that it's it's a rare thing that happens, period, and then it never happens in WWE where you have converging storylines. Right. This is like the third beat of a herald, and you have these because now these storylines are mixing in a way that makes sense. And so it's like because it's like Randy has a beef with Drew for legit reasons. He has a beef with Bray for legit reasons. And I feel like in the past they would just it's just one feud at a time. Right. But now they're letting that that fiend presence be known. They're and they're letting that Drew thing carry forward because that's clearly not done. So I think we're just not used to this this kind of storytelling with WWE. What do you mean good? But I. Yeah, good. I, no, I don't no, think that what, Drew what, is... what, 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 And Tulo, you can respond to this also, is what wrestling fans do is they look for the good in bad. 
Like, we, right. right? Like, we're, like, finding – we, like, find nuggets of good ideas. and go, like, oh, that's cool. That's good. This is what Tulo does. Why I always have to argue with him is because he's, like, this perpetual optimist, which is which is good but not good for criticizing. Like, not good for right. being a critic. Like, and I'm not saying that's even what we do here, but, like, we have to – we can't give them – you can't get burned. You can't keep getting burned. Like, you can't give benefit of the doubt when it's completely unmerited. Like – Right. Like you know, like it's like there's no reason that WWE has earned the benefit of the doubt to find not even nuggets, morsels of good ideas, right. and act like they did that on purpose. Like it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. so now they're actually doing something that is show that is such a good idea that they're upping my expectations of their writing, and that's <laughs> what, why we're critical. I want to vindicate myself i said it last week i was so critical of roman reigns to the point where it didn't always feel good there's hardcore roman listeners of this podcast um Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a couple you come to mind who always defend them and are now like get on board i've been there the whole time and i'm like listen that's great that's your prerogative i encourage markiness i encourage i encourage fairweather fandom this is not sports you don't have to eat breathe and 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 die chicago cubs you know like i i hate that shit it's not no when something's good we like it you know (laughs) like um it uh, uh, doesn't mean you can't have loyalty to something. That's what the one of right. my guys benches for, right? When you make somebody right. one of your guys, you have to have loyalty to them. But what it's I'm also a TV is, show, and what TV show on earth doesn't yeah. have Game of Thrones seasons. last season? It's not like no, yeah. it's, like you don't want like it's not like you're like no, that last season was good just because you like it. That's what that's what Tulo does sometimes, right? And you're like, right. and I'm I'm criticizing him because he deserves it. It's like, <laughs> I applaud we, should probably wait. we should wait for him to be able to defend himself, I think. No, fuck him. Fuck that guy. All right. Actually, here he is defending himself. All right. Holy motherfucking shit. Uh, you know, no, listen. no more, Mr. Nice Jew. Okay, I, I've had enough. Okay. <laughs> no, because I think that like with wrestling, it's it's always like my thesis. But I'm saying you guys don't do a podcast every. Well, some of you do, but you, when you're doing a podcast every week, and then when you do when you do four weeks in a row of this pod, uh, dare I say even longer, of criticizing something that you're watching, you get to the right. point where you go like, "Am I just another internet troll?" Right. You go, am I doing that? And then you go, no, you have to be honest. You have to have integrity. It's like after five manias, Roman was still not working. It was not optimal performance. He needed a performance review, and I gave it to him. And he doesn't thank me. He hasn't even called. I have not seen a call from Pensacola on my phone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Unless the last time I picked up a call from Pensacola, they said it was the IRS which I didn't know they were based out of there, and I gave them my, my social security number, uh, my birth certificate, um, and my bank account numbers, which, and thank it's, God I uh, did, because they, they haven't got back to me, but I assume I'm not out of, I mean, out of, uh, uh, anyway, um, you know. Anyway. That's a bad idea. But you just, they took but all the you money did. out of the account, but I was good to, I was happy to be off the hook from the IRS. Yeah. You, know? you have to know that that wasn't wise. I wasn't wise to mess with the IRS like I did, apparently. It said that I hadn't been filing. I mean, I don't know. I thought I did, but 
I don't know. Um, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll look into it. I just need I need uh, your wife's social and her bank account information as well. That's fine. I'm posting it on the Zoom video. Uh, okay, um, go for it. As a matter of fact, everybody, just rate and subscribe to this podcast, and I'll give you my social security number. <laughs> I'll respond to all. <laughs> this is how this is this is how uh, desperate I've gotten in 2020. What can I say, people? Um. Anyway, what? that's I the love point that, is that uh, I love it's that a compliment. Moment. What were you saying? Right, right. Well, I was saying like we've said this before. Like I, when I like a wrestler, I hold them or like a, like like whatever I like. I hold oh, that a thing, a band, anything. I hold them to. They then they they move into another level of criticism for me right. to where it's like I'm going to be nitpicky because I. I, I see and believe in this thing and I want, I just, it needs to be tweaked just a little bit. And that little bit comes off as nitpicky, but it's only because we enjoy it so much that we want it to be better. Absolutely. The other element of this whole thing is that, uh, is like when a band, let's say puts out uh, an album and like they have a great album, then they have a, a follow-up album. That's not good. Right. 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 Odds are they probably worked their ass off on it and it just didn't work. Right. Right. And then right. I think it is possible to like a band. You're like, you know what? I like that album. I have bands that have albums that like, you know, mostly Coldplay, Dave Matthews. You know my bands. You know what I mean? All the bands that I like that no one else likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that tons yeah. of people like that are more popular. I am my populist music candidate. But yeah. um, no, no, but I'm saying so. Uh, jokes aside, whatever band it is, but like I, I, I've had, uh, and I'm like, you know what? I like it because I just like this band, right? Right. That is different than right. liking a wrestler when their scripts are being written for them. They're being booked, like n- they're being non-booked. They're a complete afterthought for the company. Right. Clearly, they're just slapping shit together or last second. They're not writing for them. They're treating them like they're like been canceled killed off the show but they're still their corpse is still being right. uh shot on tv constantly. <laughs> you know it's like that's the problem it's like that's different so like wrestling is like wrestling is its own unique beast in a way in, in that way yeah. so it's like it doesn't equate to like a band that way that's why you have this one of my guys list you're like this wrestler is one of my guys because you look past what's being written for them you see the right. you see the effort they're putting in you like their character you like there's something you admire about them you know something you right something you idolize, idolize. Right, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so um I, you know my my soundboard everything's in different places someone you idolize so yeah i, I don't know it, 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 it is interesting in that way Um, and it is case, it is case by case, but my point is ultimately that you can't, it's, you can't just like everything. It's, you just can't, Uh, you know, and you have to acknowledge when somebody is doing something that's not working, which is fine, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I might be the perfect example here. Like my favorite band in the world is Metallica. They have their first, uh, five albums, right? Well, they have. Uh, hit the or they have Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, uh, Master Puppets, and um, those like those, those three, right? It's like What's the, the everyone one? loves, everyone loves those. That's the that's self titled from uh, 1991. That, that one's so, like, no title, right? That's just the black with the with the yeah. They like call the, it the black album. The, yeah. the hard to see logo in the corner. Yeah, 
Yeah. So like the first three albums, everyone loves the fourth album. It does this for all I love, but it's some people don't like it. Right. Um, black album. It's like their biggest album ever, but it's the most commercial. So it's like, right. I like it. I like the song cause I like Metallica, but then yeah. load and reload. A lot of people hate those albums. I love those albums. Yeah. They're completely different than everything they've ever done. But then, uh, I have no problem saying that like, uh, some kind of monster is awful. Right. Awful. Or St. Anger. Awful. Right. Like that album is just unlistenable. And so you have to be able to like be honest about even the things you love and be like, this is not good. It's yeah. not good. It's so not their the, best effort. The way that equates to wrestling is they make, what's an album you love by them? What's, oh, the, um, what's the album right before the one you don't like? What's the one you don't like? St. Anger? No, no. Some yeah. kind of monster? Right. Yeah. Uh, St. Anger. Yeah. What albums before that? Is it good? That's, um, well, they put out. Uh, Load and Reload. The studio album is Load and Reload. Yeah. Okay, whatever. This is more like a, a, they put out the Black Album. Right. Right? It's a huge hit. Then they get signed by an, uh, an agent. They get signed by uh, uh, they get signed by like a Vince or something, right? Right. And then they write St. Anger for them. Right. <laughs> and they say perform it. You know what I'm saying? It's like right, that's, right, that's, right. that's kind of the difference here. It's like right. it's, that's why wrestling's so weird. It's like if you look at Shinsuke, Shinsuke – was on the indie like was in New Japan, wrote yeah. this character that everybody adored, was fully bought in on, and then they're like, oh, here's here's what you're gonna do. Yeah, he came to NXT. They're like, keep doing what you're doing. We're just gonna give you a new theme song that's really good that you approve, and then it, right then they're like, all right, now yeah. we're gonna write the next five years of your career, and it's gonna be you and Hodgepodge tag teams doing a uh, uh uh we're gonna be in a racist angle with Jinder Mahal. Yeah. So it you know it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, for me though, if we want to talk about band, let's do it. You're saying Metallica. Let's tone it down for the people. Let's talk about Coldplay. All right. All right. So you got uh, the uh, the what was the first album? The one that has yellow on it. <laughs> I forget what it was called. Um, how do I forget what this one with sparks and shit on it? Okay, it's probably a really pretentious name. <laughs> Um, what album is? It? Is it self-titled? It might be self-titled. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Someone's going. So the people out there are going nuts, man. Yeah, the Coldplay uh, heads are the, all the freaking Coldplay out. Coldplay heads are like, dude, how does he not know, man? How the goop. Not... The goop forums are, are pissed <laughs> off. Uh, parachutes. Sorry, parachutes. Oh, yeah. Great album. Okay, great album. Then they'd rush about to the head. Amazing sophomore effort. Okay. Right. Then X and Y came out, which I I liked it. People didn't yeah. like it. Okay. People were like, eh. Then Viva La Vida came out. I really liked it. I was like, yeah. you know what? I still like it. It's definitely not what they were doing before. It's not what they right. doing before. And then they put out a next album, which is called Milo Exiloto. And I was like, guys, it's been a nice run. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I cannot defend you anymore. You, yeah. You guys, we're, me and you were clearly as artists. I'm going to go. I'm going with Gwyneth. Um, yeah. We're taking. <laughs> we got some jade <laughs> eggs and we're hitting Sonoma. Oh, man. And then. They, oh, man. Oh man, I don't know why I'm talking so much about Coldplay, but they are. I to me, listen. People talk Coldplay is a punchline for a long time. I think a lazy punchline. Okay, yeah, for a long time. Uh, but boy, oh boy, the 
the fall off of that band is is should be studied. It should be studied. Uh, and and by the way, they might be falling up. They might be falling into success. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it usually works that way. Like the more commercial success, the like sort of the artistry and like the it, the fan base feels like it becomes watered down. You know? Sure, but like if you look at like U two, you can argue that they like I don't know. We're going to music here, but if you look at a band like U two, which became like. A, an arena like a, a a stadium band right yeah yeah right you yeah. See, like their ascent their music didn't become terrible you might not like it but like you said like, beautiful day was still like a good song or whatever like right maybe it's not like it's that doesn't touch you like with or without you or something right or like right. or like sunday bloody sunday or whatever but like right. at, the, at the same time they didn't they didn't become a techno band like right. like, <laughs> like like coldplay you had this guy who has this interesting voice who plays the piano he's like a classic singer songwriter type you know what i mean and some people yeah. think that's not their style but then he's all of a sudden has an earring now and, and is literally. Oh, and then the, and they all dress the same way. They have like the yeah, pack, yeah. They have like a uniform, like they're like the fucking Beastie Boys or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then all of a sudden he's like, he's, 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 he's literally, his music is like, sounds like a Bieber song. And you're like, this right. is so, this is like sad. This is like hard to watch. It's sad. Right. <laughs> yeah. That happened at Fallout Boy too. Like they, they should also be studied. Like they're. The decline is so sharp where it's like they put out a killer pop punk album and then it, and then next thing you know, they're doing these like, oh, oh, like fucking EA Sports like anthems. Oh, and yeah. it's like awesome. Dance, dance. Yeah, see, that's a, but that's like that's that was when they were not decent. a bad song. Yeah. Oh, nah, boy. Yo, it's so interesting, man. And this ties into wrestling. We can bring this back. But by All the right. way, before we go into that, um, I just want to say while we're off wrestling. Uh, just for history's sake of this podcast, Donald Trump is going to speak in 20 minutes from now. Okay. And that has the potential to be one of the most divisive speeches in the history of this country. You yeah. Know? So I just want to yeah. I want to timestamp that in the lore of this podcast as a podcast that is in some kind of time capsule. I I believe we might see something that is insane. No yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Uh, uh, actual anxiety. That's just nuts. Anyway. All right. So, um, uh, uh, oh, we talked about, uh, uh, we were talking about music, Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy. Oh, so I'm in the gym, right? And yeah. like when I work out, they play music, right? And, and so right. I don't control the music. I don't listen. I don't have headphones in because, uh, it's like more class-based, right? It's like small group right. fitness. So, uh, they're play- like, it's so crazy how so- the the music that gets me like revved up, right? It's all music that people make jokes about. It's right. Lincoln Park, Corn, yeah. um, like like uh, 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 listen, I'm not even judging the music. They'll play fucking Headstrong. What's that band? Yeah, <laughs> like that trapped. stuff. Trapped. But if they play metal that's too hard. It does yeah. nothing. It's just noise. There's like this, because I, I do this one workout class with the teacher is a huge metal guy like you. He loves metal. And he'll yeah. play stuff that's like really hard metal. And it's just like noise to me. But there's that sweet spot, the new metal, the NU metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that like, I That like, and that's, and, and it is ties into that's wrestling. tribal sounding though. That's, the, yeah. We've talked about this, but all that, that's, Still, what wrestling music is, 
Right. It's still that right. exact style of music. And there is something about it that because it is pop also, right? It's like right. Hard, it's like pop that it's like pop, so it has like a melodic and it has like classic music structure. So right. it's not at all jazz in any kind of way. And so because of that, it my brain is hearing it. It's like pop, so it's like the same thing as like a Beatles song or whatever. But I get to pretend I'm like hard working out and abusing myself, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I can yeah, still yeah. like run to it. There's still actually underneath is probably a beat to it, and that's like a right. wrestler walking down the ramp, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what is a good one is um, System of a Down's Toxicity is so an System amazing. System of a Down is the album. most played album music in my gym. Yeah, it's amazing to work out to. Is Toxicity has Chop Suey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they play Chop Suey, which is still I've been working out to that song since the first time I touched a weight. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm never sick of it. And when it goes, right. smart, it's like I one day I was doing because I do like a lot of hit workouts. So yeah. like once a month we do, uh, uh, once a month we have workouts that like are like the really hard ones. You kind of like gear up for it. So a lot of, the the way my gym works is you train a lot of you train for that workout that's end of the end of the month. You know, got it. Okay. So yeah. you're mentally like, all right, I got to finish this. Like the one I did on Saturday, I finished it in 75 minutes. Right, wow. you know, yeah. Yeah. so you, it's all about finishing it. But like during, you'll start it. You do only a half hour of it. Then the next week, you do forty-five minutes of it, and then like you get to the end of the month, and it's like you do the whole thing. It's it's right. it's awesome. It, it cool. I yeah. love the game of it. It works my, you know, uh, uh, okay. Uh, so I'm deep into. The, I'm a one hour in, right? And then they'll play fucking chop suey. And I'll be like in another world of tired and exhaustion. And then I'll just see to myself, just being like, in your heart forsaken. <laughs> and, yeah, and then when he's just like, trust divine self-righteousness. I'm literally like, hey, like I, I could find 25 reps instantly. From this yeah. fucking guy. <laughs> it's like a magic it's a magic card, like you cast yeah. Chop Suey and you you get twenty five extra reps. Yeah, and then the one where he's like, Zaya, Zaya, Zaya. You know the other um, one? What song is that? Um this is a wrestling Fuck. podcast, by the way. Just want to remind yeah. everybody. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, listen, if you if you want a tighter podcast, go listen to fucking uh, yo, bro, yo. Yeah, go bro, listen to Vince Russo. Yo, bro, bro, bro. Look at the ratings, bro. Look at the ratings, bro, bro. <laughs> I actually, have, I actually, I I love Vince Russo uh, as as a concept. I love Vince Russo because he's. He's he he gets it, man. He's like, you go nuts. Let's go nuts. Let's get crazy. He's like, you know what, uh, Michael Keaton and Batman. When he's like, you want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I gotta look up that song, System of a Down. Oh, the song Toxicity. That's what it is. Is it? Yeah. The toxicity. Toxicity. Oh my god. Woo. System of a Daniel. System of a Daniel, Brian. Um oh man. That was a fucking fu- that was fun. <laughs> oh man. Uh, um 
Anyway, uh, all right, yeah. So I mean, look, because uh, I want to talk a little about full gear. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk yeah. more about it when we get to uh, uh, on the bonus episode. We'll go more through the card and whatnot. But let's you know, this is the. You know, uh, uh, AEW deserves our attention on the uh, on the main pod. But a couple of just quick things about um, SmackDown. Sasha Banks. I mean, she, uh, I, I mean, she is such a fucking vision. I mean, she is beautiful. I mean, she is like she, her outfits, everything. She's just like, oh man, she's awesome. She looked like a yeah. million fucking dollars uh, on SmackDown. Um, yeah, I think we did. I think the Facebook group declared that a Sasha is the unit for the maximum amount of dollars that somebody. It can has make. to be. I, I think she's the best looking wrestler of all time. Like just from a full package, when she she's she she's the best dressed wrestler ever. I think you know. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, and you know what it is interesting. It's like her husband. Her husband makes her her outfits. You know, he like. Your husband does that work for her. There is such a power in the like husband wife couple. Like as a man who's, mm-hmm. I made a TV show with my wife, and it's not out yet because uh, of the pandemic, but it'll come out at some point. Um, but like, there's things that like I can't. I, I there there are things that like there's a bond there, mm-hmm. a creative bond that is. I it's 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 um. Uh, like I understand why you could do great work working with your spouse. Now, there's a lot of negatives to it as well. <laughs> there's many, and it, and it can be unhealthy for everybody. But like, I'm not surprised that Sasha's costuming is so good, so specific, so detailed oriented, and there's yeah. such passion in it. And it's her husband makes it. You know what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. Yeah, because it totally tracks. Right. Uh, just a thought I had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked. Let's about celebrate. That let's celebrate the love of that couple. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure they have fucking. I'm sure Sasha comes in. He makes this jacket. It looks amazing, and then she's something. She's like, "Yeah, it's amazing. Like I promise you, it's a that jacket is a twenty out of ten. It is so good. It's just like my vision for my character is that there's mirrors on both of, circle mirrors on both of my shoulders. You know, <laughs> and you did square mirrors, and I just I know I'm being nitpicky, but like this is my career. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then he's got to be like, ah, it's not in your, it's not in the instructions. You know, it's not. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then he does it. He doesn't walk out and quit because he no. has equity, baby. Yeah. He's like, this is my wife. I can't. Bought in, yeah, yeah. You can't buy that kind of loyalty. What am I talking about? Coldplay still. So also, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're reciting your favorite Linkin Park song. Oh man, what is my favorite? What's your favorite Linkin Park song? Uh, probably um, what's it called? Um, a place for my head. Is that where it's like somewhere I belong? No, no it's like the one that's like it's like It starts off with like oh, they're going down to South Park. No, yeah, yeah, they're going down to South Park. I think it's. Uh, yeah, it's um, going down to South Park. Have ourselves time. Here, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite Link Park song is, but it's probably Numb, right? It just has to be obligatory. Numb. Numb. That's like their worst. I don't know. <laughs> it, 
It's it's probably not my favorite one if I had to like listen to them, but it's the one I hear the most, you know? Yeah. You're yeah, that's one. Take, you're gonna get us taken down off YouTube. That's okay. It's only a couple <laughs> seconds of it. Yeah. It's like I don't know that song. I don't know that All right, we don't get, we don't want to get DCMA. <laughs> um, this is my favorite song. This is my favorite like Park. Buff song. rapper dude. Yeah. That, you used to think he said buff rapper dude. Rapper dude. I I I thought Rosenberg. Buff rapper that. dude. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyway, and Roman, another killer week for Roman. You know, very much the same, but still worked was yeah. good. Um, yep. Uh, I have high expectations for a guy who might be one of my guys. The 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 decision was very controversial. It's bringing my talents to South South Beach. All right. Um, so, look, I want to talk about AEW NXT yeah. more specifically on the bonus app, but a couple things I want to just mention here. Um, let's uh, um, we have the the go home to full gear here. Um, man, I just feel like. I, I was watching AEW this week, and I was like, I feel bad for people. <laughs> I'm talking a lot of shit about Tulo today. I, I, I just want to let you guys know, I love Tulo. You know that. <laughs> I love Tulo. Yeah. And I love how positive he is. I love it. But, I mean, fuck, I, I feel bad for someone who can't watch AEW and be like, this thing is so punk rock, it's awesome. You know? Yeah. That, like, like, I know punk rock might be unfair because it's, like, on TNT and blah, blah, blah. But, like, for wrestling... It is, like, so the UCB of wrestling, you know, like, in a way where, like, I promise you, if you if you were a performer and you were, like, trying to, like, you know, I came up in UCB, which is literally underground, physically underground, literally underground comedy in a basement, yeah. and it was, like, get on stage, do your thing, and it was, like, people will come in, you pay $5, you don't even know what you're going to see, you know? If, if $5. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it was free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you, you feel like there's something about AW. You're like, they're hanging in the back. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this today. Cool. That sounds awesome. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and, uh, I mean, I'll say I'm still, I'm sticking to, I'm not going to seriously heavily criticize AEW until they've been around for at least five years. Like you can't, like they're still building, they're still figuring it out. And a lot of it's sloppy for sure. But the stuff that is cool, like the, the Moxley, um, uh, Eddie Kingston, the uh, Cody Rhodes. I don't care about Darby Allen, but Cody Rhodes is awesome. Uh, you know the stuff that is working works. I love amazing. Darby Allen. I I I, think, I, I love Darby Allen, but that feud is nothing. Right, like that well, feud is, like, is ta- thrown together. But like, I like him sitting up in the rafters. Also, they they just the thing about AEW this lead up to Full Gear. So so I I, I have a criticism about like Full Gear is that like. A, a couple of these feuds, I wish I felt more. I felt, I felt, felt them more. Now that being said, a couple of them are really good, really good. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Kingston Moxley is fucking. I, I'm sorry. Okay, Ugh, I'm jumping all over the place, but now that I brought it up, I gotta go in it. But the Eddie Kingston Moxley yeah. feud, this goes into my criticism. It's like I wish this. I wish there was one more week before the mm-hmm. paper. Like, mm-hmm. everything felt like this week they lined it up, but the pay-per-view Saturday 
you know? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So, like, Cody acknowledged Darby. Like, I was like, oh, that felt like the moment this feud was going. Uh, uh, um, then, like, Hangman Kenny, they were like, uh, you know, that being said, that's still part of a tournament. So, I'm, I'm fine where that one is. Most of it's good. Kenny Mox is there, but, like, I could use another week of that, too, because it's just working. But they might mm-hmm. stretch it out even longer. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just felt like this week was, like, didn't feel like a blowout go home and I for them, but I do think they've done enough where I'm excited about most of this pay-per-view. Um, yeah. Eddie Kingston was – I wrote here that he might be one of my guys. Um, I mean, how good is he, man? I, I mean, he's – just when you see it, you see it. He is fantastic on the microphone. Yeah fantastic yeah and he raises everybody's game around them moxley looked awesome he looked awesome yeah. that feud between the two of them is so good that i was like it felt like it was it's been heating up and you could argue we're ready to see the match but this week i was like man he's so jealous of moxley's life yeah he's like you have my mother fucking your <laughs> wife he's like i don't have grandkids like, I, I yeah. didn't make my mother grandkids. I don't have a wife. You know what I mean? But, yeah, like, Boxley yeah, yeah. has money, has a gorgeous wife. You know? He's got everything. Yeah. He's probably younger, you know? And yeah. you're like – and, like, he's not saying I'm jealous of you, but he's acting like I'm jealous of you. And it's like – Right. It's he's showing, so not telling. fucking yeah. – It's so good. Yeah. So – Eddie Kingston, I've never seen a guy – who, when he's on that microphone, the fall off from when he starts wrestling is such. It might be the steepest cliff. Like, I mean, like his gear sucks. But yeah, his, yeah. His gear sucks so bad. I mean, he looks like absolute shit. I mean, he's yeah. not touching the weights at all. No. He's not no. even like jacked beefy. Nothing. Yeah. No. He's like straight out of fucking flushing or wherever the fuck he's from. Yeah. Like, yeah, Straight but it up. also kind of works because you're like you're right. like I know I grew up around these guys who were like full on tough guys, but no, right. no training in any capacity. Like they, they have yeah. the most unearned machismo I've ever seen. You know, <laughs> Yonkers, Yonkers, New York. That makes yeah. sense. That's yeah. where he's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yonkers. Uh, my mother. Yeah, my mother. Look at me. <laughs> oh my look at me he's such I he don't has care. this nailing that don't... archetype so well because he just like, is like, yeah right we yeah exactly we know guys like that growing up with guys like that he's literally just one of those guys you nailed it he's like yeah my mother the reason my mother doesn't have I go ma this is the reason you don't have grandkids yeah yeah this title and then Moxley Moxley is like I sat down at the table with your mom, like Ruby or whatever her name was. And it's like, yeah, Don't say a fucking yeah. name. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about my mother. Yeah. Don't talk about my mother. Dude, and then Moxley was so good. I mean, Moxley's yeah. champ. Moxley's been amazing as champ. I feel bad for two little doesn't see it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was such a cool moment too. Like a, who a cares good, like, ta- I, Wait. I just. I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. yeah. Uh, he said, "Oh, the loudest guy in the room is the weakest guy in the room." Like oh, all this good shit. But like, how could anyone care what's going on on NXT? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I just. I'm like, what is? 
I, I like what nothing is clicking over there. Nothing. Right. I mean, they have great production value. They put on great matches, but like, are you vested in any of the stories going on over there? Like, you people are like Pat McAfee. Like, I, I, I just McAfee, whatever. Like, I, yeah. by the way, I, I applaud him. I'm jealous of what he's doing. It's awesome. Good for him. But I'm just saying, like, come on, man. Like this, this right. shit, this shit. I'll take this. I don't care that it looks not as good. They talk over each other. They cut the commercial by accident. I don't. Who cares? You need you. How much perfectly produced TV do you need? Uh, right. 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 That's frosting. Yeah, it's it, not cake. And it does also kind of lend this air to AEW of like, of kind of like what you said. But it's like this is a these guys are a wrestling company, and they just happen to have it on TV, and so yeah. it's kind of rough but we're just filming this thing that's actually happening. It's not as presented and produced as like WWE is. Yeah. And also there's such a disadvantage because their fans would be going nuts for them. If this was happening with the actual fan base, right. but like WWE wishes they could get a crowd to sing a song that one of their uh, artists made. Like did they sing that Jericho song, the, the Judas, you know, yeah. so it's just like guys, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just like, I think I, I don't, they used like, to sing Alistair's theme. They would sing that, the lyrics to that. Um, and they'd yeah. do like the Shinsuke. Oh, yeah. Whoa, NXT whoa, being hurt for not having the full sale crowd also. Let's be real. Yeah. Full sale crowd was fucking awesome, you know? Right. And I don't, I like NXT. I'm not saying that. It's just, it's hard. Like, I'm actually vested in characters in, 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 in actual, like, like, I, like Cody's like, oh, he calls that TNT title the ace title. Like, he's doing what the Miz did for the IC title. Like, you know, right. and it's just really working. So I'm, I'm really. Uh, look, some shit's not working. Nothing the Young Bucks do does works in AEW. It's a bummer. I mean, except for the one thing does work. Their matches, like they're gonna have, they're gonna steal the show on Saturday. They're they're gonna have a match with FTR, a dream match to see that we get to see those guys wrestle, and th that match is gonna be like wow, you know? Right, right, right. Um, I. The Young Bucks are, like, obviously good in the ring. But, like, am I crazy that, like, I don't find them charismatic at all? No, you're like, not as... crazy. They're, they, see, they have a the, – the, the thing with the Young Bucks, I said this on the bonus episode last week, all right? Pay for the bonus apps, guys. Support the pod. We're going to – look how much Coldplay content we gave you this week. Yeah, but, for free, almost. Absolutely. Viva la vida, folks. But so, like – um. The Young Bucks, part of the appeal of the Young Bucks on the indie scene was this ironic detachment they had. You know, mm -hmm. they had this like, like, oh, isn't it funny we do two sweets? Uh, we do DX chops. Like, remember, right. like, um, we, 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 we literally go like, you're dead in the middle of our match. Like, we go, like, oh, that hurt. You know, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that was yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. And that's hilarious. But they never for one second developed any acting chops or any kind of like uh, 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 seriousness. And to be honest, I think they could do it. They have all the tools. They're one of my guys. They are two of the coolest. Like I would, man, dude, I, I remember one time I didn't have cash on me and they were selling t-shirts and I was like, I take a picture. I'm sorry. I don't have cash to buy a t-shirt. And they were like, no, you don't need to buy a t-shirt. Let's take a fucking picture. And you're like, these guys are like grassroots. Right. My, admiration for them they inspire me so like listen they're one of my guys deep 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 but they need notes they need they need notes you know and these guys at the top of the company they are there is a little bit of a thing where like kenny 
the Bucks, not Colt. Cody is killing it. But they they need hard notes. They need criticism. They need, and I doubt they're getting it, you know, pro- mm-hmm. in, in the proper way because it has to come from Tony Khan, who's a billionaire mark, another one of my heroes. One of my, Tony Khan is, this, I think, the same age as me. He's one of my idols, okay? That yeah. He's a billionaire kid who decided to open a wrestling company. Good for you, man, you know? Oh, good for you. I would gladly kiss Tony Khan's ass <laughs> and hang out with him. The guy seems like the fucking man. Okay, I, I intend to be his boy one day. Okay, I, I can't imagine a guy I would get along with quicker. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but like there is a thing where like, and I'm glad. I think Jericho does a lot of stuff, but like I personally think Hangman Page has like won me over. You know, there's a lot of talent who are really working because you know that they're not at the top. They're not. They're 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 still right. getting. I'm sure they're being mentored by Jericho and whatnot. And that's not right. gonna happen. That's not happening from Kenny, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I thought Kenny. It's clear what he's doing now. He's a heel. It's like good. We get Kenny Hangman's cool. I loved what Hangman did in that in that segment where Hangman was like, it, uh, was like, I'm it, op- admitting he's nervous. He's drinking. He feels a lot of pressure to be like top guy, like a vulnerable character like that. I dig. Right. So. Yeah, no, I I uh, I love the idea of because Kenny mentioned it. And I said this in the text thread of like Kenny being this like um, tournament winner, like tournament fighter, where it's like right. regardless of his record, he like always wins his tournaments. Because like the thing that WWE or that AEW should I think do more of is connect that NJPW history that a lot of their performers have and bring that kind of lore over and consider it for like the, the sort of kayfabe. Uh, power rankings uh, as they're booking because I think it's it's right. it's true, right? Like I mean, like he like in Japan and all that shit's tournament, and he was always winning. Uh, th- that that is true. Like he could be. I love uh, he, Kenny could be like I'm the tournament machine or something. Like you know, I think that is cool. Like he does. Uh, but yeah, we'll see where we go. I have a bunch of other yeah. notes about AEW NXT. We'll go through the card more in the bonus episode. We'll talk about NXT this week, um, and we'll talk about the make some. We'll make uh, predictions for Full Gear. I'll get your guys' predictions. We'll put those on there. Um, and uh, yeah, but uh, we'll talk about MJF Jericho. Uh, we'll talk about the Taz moment. I thought was pretty good, and uh, we'll make predictions and stuff. But uh, yeah, that'll be on the bonus episode. I think we covered enough, Newman. Plus, I want to. Yeah. I want to. Uh, I want to see what the president's about to say. Um, yep. I, and I, uh, I hope he makes whatever, regardless of your politics. I hope we see this guy make the right decision for this country right now. Count the, he's not going to do it, but count the votes. Whoever wins, wins. You know. Yep. Um, we'll see. Absolutely. You want to have a recount of something? You're el- you're allowed to have a recount. That's legal. You're allowed to recount stuff. That's close. That's his right. But. Don't get people riled up, you know? Yeah. Man. Anyway, um, I hope uh, I hope we can put all this partisanship behind us to get back to our wrestling ways. Um, I would love to fly into your red cities with my beautiful blue self and uh, watch wrestling. <laughs> I would like to invade all the red cities that have the WrestleManias. Tampa. I hope to touch down in Tampa. I'm still upset I didn't get to go to Tampa. You didn't TDIT. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I hope this. I hope we get. I hope we get this pandemic under control. Is all I care about. So we can have WrestleMania here in LA in our beautiful new stadium. You know. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man. <sighs> does that suck? We're gonna lose a we're gonna lose a mania. It you does. Know? That's a bummer. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. <sighs> Last time a mania was in LA, we had Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels in the Staples Center. One of the classic matches. The matches. It's a great match. Um, anyway, a mania at a Staples Center. It's kind of crazy, right? It's so small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a mania? Like 20,000 yeah. people or something? That wouldn't even, that wouldn't, it wouldn't even feel like a modern day mania. Like 25,000 no. max? No. Yeah. You need it like 70 to 80. All right. Newman, good All shit, right. man. Good talk. I think we, uh, I think we I think we did fantastic work today, many would say. Um, I think so too. I think uh we should you know, I think you were a little hard on too low in this episode, I thought. Um, okay. and frankly I thought you were a little hard on Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker's not pleased with you. He loves St. Anger. <laughs> he probably does. Oh man. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. Remember a couple things. Um uh, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling if you love the podcast please support it sorry we we're a little late this week for the election um and uh um also the cow zoom thunderdome november 22nd put it in your calendars that's uh should be a sunday um survivor series will be watching it in the zoom link at the patrons at the ten dollar level it was a great hang last time people from literally all over the world in there um and uh, some some people will watch the uh, uh, Josh in in England's watching. It's like two a.m. He's watching the pay per view. You know that's sick. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. And everybody, keep watching wrestling. Stay safe. Kisses. Comedians of wrestling. I listen all through.